what what does contentment look like in 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 a relationship setting mm. for you it's like a miracle um okay how do i answer this am i answering it from a standpoint of like what i think is ideal for me or is it a matter of like the the kind of partnership i would want because i feel like i i would have like two different answers for that what what you think is ideal for you so when you say like okay i'm i'm quite content with this and so what what is what is what is what would it look like for you um i think from okay from that instance i think a very important component is feeling supported yeah um and it's i think how i perceive support differs just from like how i expect to receive it um obviously some people let's say like if we're looking at it from like a a love language standpoint it's like i prefer acts of service but i also prefer to give acts of service instead of like um what can i say like words of affirmation or whatever so somebody who supports me in a way that they try to make my life easier in that sense whether it's like doing things around the house or let's say slash apartment somebody who i who i don't have to to think twice when it when it comes to like i know that i feel taken care of in that regard so with this like if i'm working and they haven't they happen to have a break in between what they're doing like they'll make they'll make us lunch or maybe they'll make us dinner or they'll be like okay let's go for a walk just to refresh um or take an interest in what I'm doing and like almost like want to learn from me as well as much as I may not necessarily consistently think of myself as like the most knowledgeable person but it's almost like I also do have like a lot to share mm-hmm. um so that's a very big a very big part of it um for me like initially that that's one of the the main components but also being with somebody who's reliable in that sense um I don't think I've necessarily been in a situation where um I consistently ask for things like whether it's like tangible things or just from like a conversation standpoint it's almost like I've often taken the stance of like only speak when spoken to but not necessarily from a a point that makes me look like disengaged but it's not often that I've I've been put in a position where somebody is intentionally listening to me to to learn from me and almost like building a sense of like okay if i know that i want to talk about how i'm feeling or what i'm thinking then this is a safe space for me to do that so it's almost like that that's sort of like my understanding of like what reliable looks like or what type of reliable that i would want because it's not necessarily dependent on like gifting or traveling or some or things that are related to money but i mean maybe in some capacity that 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 does play a role in the sense of i don't always want to be the one doing things in that particular realm because that that almost like it's almost like the the bare minimum is like you know what like on on father's day you see like kids or like partners getting like the father a gift of like they get them like a gown, slippers, a Nivea, lotion, whatever. Like for me I'm just like okay, that that's enough. 
I'm not asking you for a miracle. Even that level of like, you know, just I thought about you and I got you this from a gifting standpoint. That's that's good enough. But I haven't I haven't found myself in that position before. So for me it's like there's the ideal perception that I have of it, but the reality is I haven't actually experienced that. I have in some capacity, but it was like a very long time ago. But I'm talking as like in, in my grown-ish adult age, I'm, I'm yet to experience that. So I think those are the, the first two things that come to mind around what I what contentment looks like. Because it's like the less I have to think about, the better. Because it's almost like that's the that's the role that I try to occupy if if that makes sense. So it's almost like having that reciprocated would be nice. Okay. Uh, and I suppose because you've always found yourself in that position. I I okay, to answer that question, yes. But it's also not because they've asked me to occupy that position. But it's almost like uh. it's almost like I perceive myself to be good at that. So it's almost like I just assume... Automatic. Yes, yes, yes. It's almost like an innate reaction to, to being in that type of environment. Okay, okay. But in a healthy way. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. In a healthy way, but it's also kind of interesting in the sense of like... This is, this is part of a conversation that I recently had around like... Um, my, my perception of like either being or attracting people that eventually make me feel like I'm taking care of them, if that makes sense. Mm, so it's not even, this. yeah. So it's not even a matter of like, hi, I'm Spanban and these are my issues. And at some point you're going to have to take care of me. Like you don't find that out up until you're in the middle of that storm or not even that. Let me not call it a storm, but like in that particular circumstance where, their circumstances feel beyond their means or capacity. So it's almost like they create a reliance or they reach out to me and ask for help. So in that situation, it's almost like, what are my boundaries as to like how far I'm willing to extend myself without it getting to a point of like, I am rescuing this person. Mm. <laughs> you know, interesting because this is one thing that I noted that you're not literally this is what I wrote. I'm gonna read <laughs> Please read it. <clears throat> okay, let me be more vulnerable. You are not there to fix one. You are there to be empathetic mm -hmm. and to support, but not to fix. And I try and avoid that by by all means necessary. I try to avoid it because it's almost like it creates that power dynamic. So it's something I'm I'm very conscious of. It's almost like I don't want to put somebody in a position where they feel like I'm in control of how things unfold between us because that limits how they, not only how they communicate with me, but how they experience me as well. Because it's almost like the initial perception of, of somebody who may meet me is just like, hey, maybe... You're not the easiest person to talk to or you're not the easiest person to sort of like talk about like my grievances or, ex or like topics or like to come to for like 
to ask for assistance because it's almost like they've also created the perception that um, I, I, I may not empathize with them enough to, to understand where they're coming from. But I also like have very clear boundaries about like what I'm not willing to do. So there's this so for there's that perceivable there's no balance between what can I share that he won't make me feel judged, but I also feel heard or seen in that sense. So it's not because of like what I'm saying or doing, but it's almost because of like it's almost like I understand my worth and what I'm willing to do that I'm not willing to go beyond that for anybody else. But it can also be perceived as like selfish. But I don't see the word selfish or being selfish as like a bad thing in that sense. It's almost like self-preservation. <coughs> Excuse me. Yes, more than selfish because I don't think it is. Um, and you need to be able to allow someone to figure things out for themselves. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, <sighs> and when I say that, it, uh, and not to like, so, so not to carry them to a point where you you feel like you're fixing. Yes. Um, but to allow them to recognize and realize things that they need to fix. Mm -hmm. if, if that makes sense. Um, and, and in that, giving that support, being empathetic and, you know, time and again to say, but have you thought about this? And excuse me, leave them to and not know where you always come coming with solutions. That's my concern. Because that's not empowering. And, and probably <laughs> to even think of it like, how, how do I empower mm -hmm. so this person can be able to think and stand on that own as opposed to yeah um being dependent on me yeah yeah because that's that's literally what i was gonna say next is that i try and and whether it's in friendships or relationships i try to impart that empowerment onto whoever i'm trying to resolve whatever with because it, it there's i don't take Like, it's, it's not gratifying for me to be seen as, like, the person who's always right and does no wrong. Because that means there's this level of accountability that I'm not aware of if I'm yeah. always right. But it's also, like, I'd rather have, like, the difficult conversation than to make it seem like what's happening is okay. But then by the time we have that difficult conversation, we, we, we're arriving at two different tempos. Because I'm talking to you, but you, you could already be seeing it as like, I need to react defensively to justify what I'm doing. It's almost like I gain nothing from somebody feeling like I'm above them or whatever. Mm. Because the, the general perception could be that like, I've got my life together. But like, personally, from the conversations that you and I started having like last year, I'm just like, there's so much that I need to work on because... <laughs> Because I'm just like, there's no way that it's almost like a, a, a continuous journey of like self-discovery that like whenever somebody says that like, you know, you seem like you have it together. I'm just like, if only you knew yeah, what I'm dealing with. That I have. Yes. And, and you can only know that if you like ask questions around like, you know, 
what am I thinking? What am I feeling? Or like, what has my experience been? But it's, it's not often that I'm, I'm put in that position to, to be asked those questions because you've got it all together. Like, you're fine. Like, nobody needs to worry about you. But it's just like, yeah. most of the time, the people that you perceive as like fine or like the strong friend are, are probably the people that are going through the most. I'm very fortunate to say that like, I'm not going through a lot in my life. But I think that's also down to sort of like, what I'm willing to accept and what I'm not willing to accept. And, and so important that because, and like you say, I mean, those people who are seen to be like, they've got it together, things are fine. Those are the ones that are really taking the most. And, um, and you end up, they end up either taking their lives or, Mm -hmm getting into habits that are not fine and you know all of those things and um you people like get shocked like they were fine exactly what happened Mm -hmm. and yeah it's it's because also you have been told that all the time yes now you can't be seen to be falling apart Mm -hmm. because you've got it together and and that's why it's so important to at least have someone mm-hmm. where you're able to, you know, to express how you're feeling and to to be, um, you know, vulnerable at some point. Yes. With with that person, and I suppose it's got to be, it's got to feel safe mm-hmm. for you to to do that, um, because then you. You you carrying that burden as well on top of all the other burdens that you have. Yes. To show up well. Uh, you know. You have things together. Yes. And that's why I say sometimes, it's okay not to be okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay to feel like you're falling apart, but also don't drown in that falling apart. But mm-hmm. acknowledge it. That you know, like right right now, I'm not okay. Mm-hmm. And you know, whatever you're going through, acknowledge it, but not to cover it up. Yeah. So as 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 you're saying it now, it's almost like three things came to mind. Um, the first one being the the emotional bandwidth or capacity that people think they have when it comes to how, how they interact with me in terms of like the, 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 the perceived in-depth questioning of like to check in with like how I'm actually doing without actually being prescriptive in their responses is like the, the, the general question is how are you? Not necessarily like how's your work life? How's your, your yeah. personal life? So there's, there's almost like no range in the type of questioning that I get. That's that's sort of like my initial struggle with like actually sharing how, like what I'm experiencing right now. Mm, because for you, it's like, do you really want to know how, how I am? Yes, yes. In that way, like, because how are you is like, it's, 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 it's the natural, like I remember when I was in varsity, um, I was a, um, a residence assistant So basically somebody who just like oversees um, Students accommodation Like a particular res 
And um, after a leadership uh, team meeting that we had, they were just like, actually, let's, let's, let's run an experiment for the next two days where when somebody asks you how you're doing or you ask them how they're doing, like give them an honest response. And it's just like, I'll be like something that, that, that happened more often than not when someone will be like, oh, how are you doing? I'll be like, no, nah, I'm not okay. Like, you know, there's a couple things that are, I'm experiencing. They're just like, like, they're not even listening to the point. They're like, oh yeah, no, I'm good. I'll, I'll talk to you later. Da, da, da. And it's just like. Yeah, I just dropped a bomb. Yes. So it's just like that emotional capacity or bandwidth that people either have or don't have. And the level of interaction when it comes to like the types of questions that they, they ask you. Mm. So it's almost like. I, I, I don't experience that very often. And I don't want to make it seem like it's just only men experience this thing. But like as a general society, we just don't do that. Especially for somebody like me, for instance. Because there's that perception of like, no, he's got it together. And he doesn't go through as much as I do. So me asking him how he's doing seems pretty redundant. Because it's almost like there's the, the outside looking in type of thing. Mm. And and you'll probably find that, like you say, I mean, if you were to say, sure, well, things are not okay and things are like, then it's, and not intentionally, but mm-hmm. because already in their head, you you, you should be fine. Yes, you yes. Fine, you seem fine. That they, they don't even, it just goes the other way. Mm-hmm. And then conversation kind of continues. So it's, that's, that's the first thing that came to mind because it's linked to, so the second part, um, is what you, what you were saying about like those people who people normally perceive to be like the strong person or like the friend that doesn't necessarily need to be checked in and they end up taking their lives. I've had two friends do that. So one in, in 2018 and then another one most recently this year, both of them from a public perception standpoint doing well academically, sort of like on the path to some sort of like measurable success as to the career parts and how much they'll, they'll make and whatever. But from a emotional standpoint, I don't think they necessarily received the, the care that they were looking for. And they saw no other option but to, to do what they did. And for me, it's, it's almost like, I get that from a standpoint of like there's there's a there's a a perceivable level of 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 high performance that we get like amongst like people in society. There are people that you know like are high performers, they go they have like certain goals that they go for and it seems like more often than not that they achieve those goals because of like that's who you are, that's what you're destined to do, but the emotional support is not quite there. So whenever they do experience hardships, it's it, it seems like, but that's not you. That's like yes. you you you're supposed to be fine this whole time. But yeah, it's like you're supposed to hold it together. Yeah. So for me, that's that's insane. That yeah. For me, that's insane, and I think that's why I've gotten to that point in my life where it's almost like I. The layman's way to say it is just like, I'm not living for anybody else besides myself. Because I've been in that position where it's just like, whether it's in a relationship um, setting or a friendship, where people are more prescriptive about like how they perceive me or experience me, 
without actually getting to know me. Mm. So that's what. So even from like a questioning standpoint, I'm just like, you, like you're not even trying. You're just you've already made up your mind, but you're just here to to make it to to almost like complete the niceties. And it's like when I do yeah. happen to find myself in those spaces where somebody actually asks me these intricate questions, I'm just like, I'm always like thrown off because I'm just like, like, why are you listening to me? <laughs> why are you listening to me? Like, why are you actually paying attention to what I'm saying? And it like, yeah. it, because it doesn't happen that often because of that perception. So it may limit yeah. my, my, my level of vulnerability because it's almost like I've been, I've become accustomed to almost like, I don't want to say people not caring, but people not investing to that yeah. point where it makes me feel like, okay, like I'm actually being heard in that sense. Yeah. So it means that when you've, because previously you've often said that I just don't feel heard. Like mm-hmm. people don't, they don't hear me. Like I, they, I just feel that they don't. They're not there. That I, I still hold that to be true, and I, and I'm not saying that I, I allow it to limit how much I share, but I am aware of what people think are they they capable of or have the capacity for compared to like the realities of it. Because it's almost like, I don't want to say I'm like, I'm not seen as somebody who can't fail, but it's not part of the general consensus of what's happening in my life. Like in terms of like, failure's not, it's, it's not even that failure's not seen as an option for me, but it's almost like, oh, you've been doing so well so far. What, like, what could go wrong? And I'm just like... And this economy <laughs> with the state of mind that, you know, that you need to navigate all these things because it's just like. And do you think also that maybe. Maybe you haven't allowed that, like. I'm just trying to think of how I can. So. That you haven't allowed people in. I think I have. You have. I think I have. Like, okay, let's say for instance, okay, so actually maybe maybe this context is, is good as well in the sense that like besides your qualifications and your knowledge and sort of like the training that you've received, what actually allows me to share freely in this space compared to like anybody else? Like you as a person, what what makes you think that? What makes me comfortable around you? Because I've had other, I've I've attempted to see other therapists, but like you yourself, what do you think makes you unique in the sense of like it allows me to to share without concern? Well, look, on 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 the professional side, is that I need to allow you to be able to do that. Yes. So there's that aspect, but then there's, there's, there's how we talk to each other that also allows me to, to do that. 
Okay, so you're telling me that with previous um, therapy that you've had, mm -hmm. it's never been like this. You've never, you've never been that open or... No, I have. Oh. So in, in general, throughout my life, I've only had three therapists. There's the one that I had um, my senior year, so my last year of varsity and then my first year of working. And then there's the one that I had last year. Um, and then now you... Before you met me, yes. I remember. Yeah. So the one in between, it just felt like I was just talking about everything that's happening in my life with no clear sense of direction. But then it also like, it didn't... One thing in common that you have with like the first one and you is that it's not prescriptive. I enjoy the exploratory approach compared to like, this is what you should be doing and this is how we resolve oh, it. So most people, often they're not, are prescriptive in that sense. Okay. Okay. I see. So in other words, that if you have that where it's it's open, yes. and you're more or you can easily share. Mm -hmm. Because it has a lot to do with that perception that I'm talking about of like, this is this is who you are. So let's let's play. Let's put you in a position for you to play that role. Not because yes. I don't want to share, but I'm just not given the the space or flexibility space to, to do that. Yes. Okay. And then then you just kind of like you know. Yeah. Then I'm just like, ah, I guess I'm gonna play that role. Yeah. Okay. And it's not like my default setting. Like, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm one of those people that has a lot to say, but I don't share very often. It's almost like what I was saying at the beginning of like, I, I speak when I'm spoken to. And then when I do speak, we're just like, oh, why didn't you say that from the beginning? Like, you know, <laughs> we could have skipped so many steps. I'm just like, you didn't ask. You didn't ask. Why wait to be asked? I don't know. I think it's a permission thing. I think it's a permission thing because it's almost like, I don't know. I think it, 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 I don't want to say it has a lot to do with like how I was raised because how I was raised was like, I was instilled with like a lot of confidence as a child, like made to feel like I'm capable, made to feel like my thoughts and ideas matter. And I don't, it's almost like most recent, like yesterday I was having a conversation with my, with my friend and we were talking about like, our levels of confidence now and getting past that that feeling of being an imposter mm. professionally in that sense. And it's just like in my day-to-day -day life, like I don't want to say that I feel myself, but like in my mind, there's nobody better than me. And it's not like that's sort of like what I project onto other people, but there's also like a level of confidence that you can have that makes it seem like he thinks he's untouchable. But I'm not interacting from that standpoint of like, I'm better than you or whatever. But it's just like, yeah. I don't seek validation from other people to know that I'm doing the right thing. Mm. So that's, that's, there's, 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 there's layers to it, but it's also like, because of that, I can also see why it probably limits the types of questions that I get asked, even though I feel like I have like so much to say. Mm. And And the question is, 
Look, it also comes with being comfortable to do that, mm -hmm. right? Because um, sometimes I may not see it. I mean, like you said, I mean, people don't, they don't see they, what they, or at least what they see um, is not necessarily what is happening in you. Mm -hmm. And um, the thing is why, yeah, and I, I think I'm asking the question I'm, and, and I'm responding to it for you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, um, I mean, if you're not given, <clears throat> excuse me, the platform to be able to say things, then you, you won't just voluntarily no. just say something. Yeah. Yeah. Which is not the easiest habit to break in that sense. Because I also don't like being overly opinionated. No. It's it's not easy. Um, but you, you will. I think it's just... And I'm not talking about your um, romantic relationships, that is. Mm -hmm. That you you probably just haven't met and oh wait some of the things it could be intimidating as well in what sense that you know when you are perceived to be having it together mm -hmm. and you almost like you know everything so when you talk about something oh yeah yeah no this this is and, and then where I'm not then because then I feel that okay this person they they have it together so I'm not gonna even be able to carry whatever they need to I don't know mm. for me like whatever they need to say I won't be able to to carry it so I'm not going to even dig to the point where I get to that point where yes. this person has to say something. So I'll always be on the surface. I get what you're saying. Yeah. So until, sure, it, it, it becomes quite complex because if someone is comfortable also in themselves where Yes, you do come across like confident and you, you know everything and all of that. But if I'm also in a good space and I can, I know that I can hold some form of conversation and I'm, I can ask certain questions where then I probe so that you can say whatever. Mm -hmm. But if I feel that I'm not going to be able to, I'm, I won't go there. Yeah. So it's like you, you're seeing what your level of contribution as well and like comparing it. To, yes. Okay. So as, as a result, because I'm, you have it to get, so I'm not gonna, there's no room for, for anything. Like yeah. You've got it. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. 
but um, yeah.